The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Talk, but no politics, okay? Uh, today, we're going we're gonna to do a little, we're going to do sports. We're going to go NBA. Like I said, I'm probably never, ever talk about football, but we're going to talk about the NBA. There's some news that the NBA is going to be coming back, might, might be coming back playing games in Disney World. So I just want to do some GOAT Talk, Greatest Teams, just... NBA, NBA history, and today I brought back for the second time, Mr. Matt Santiago. How you doing, Matt? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I went to the store today looking for a cannoli, and I had the world's shittiest cannoli in the world. Did you have to wear a mask? Yeah, I did have to wear a mask. I saw, you know those those training masks, those elevation masks? Yeah. I saw somebody walk into the store with one of those the other day. Well, so, as long as you didn't walk in with, you didn't walk in with that, you're good. No, I I got uh I think we got like surgical masks. I don't know. I hate them because they fog up your glasses or yeah, my glasses. Think, they just they, I just hate wearing masks in general. All right. So oh. <laughs> We don't want to get too political on here. I and I don't want a Santi rant. You should do a Santi rant, but I'll hold off on the Santi rant. All right. We're talking NBA. I know we wanted to do some goat talk today and some of the greatest teams in NBA history. Um, I know for a fact that basketball is always kind of big been a big part of my life i played it as a kid uh it was definitely geez it's always been a top three favorite sport of mine uh but if we're gonna talk greatest nba player of all time i know me and you have had tons of conversations about this there's been tons of conversations tons of yelling tons of screaming about this this topic so Hopefully it doesn't happen. I think we've slammed a couple of doors of finger pointing. So I'm just going to break exactly it down to you. finger pointing. For the GOAT of the NBA, I'm not 100% sure it is who it is, but I can tell you right now of all time it is not LeBron James. See, I, I mean, I – this this is the conversation because all the old timers are sitting there we all know who you guys are going to say everybody gets it it's Jordan, 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 Jordan Jordan's the greatest Jordan but hang on in my opinion Jordan's been on what, one team? two teams don't even bring the Wizards into this conversation (laughs) I don't even consider that him, I don't even want to even remember. That's like when Shaq went to the Cavaliers in Boston. Like I don't even want to know or even talk about when that happened. But if you think about it, the greatest player is somebody who brings greatness to a team and brings championships to a team. How many championships has, has Jordan brought to Chicago? 
He's brought six. Okay. All right. How many teams has Jordan been on and brought championships to those teams? One. One. All right. LeBron now, he's brought two championships to two different teams, two in one team and then one on the other team. And now if the NBA didn't get Corona, it would have been three. Three three teams, three championships by one man. No, I don't think they would have beat the Clippers. Yes. I don't hundred percent they were gonna beat the hundred percent they were gonna beat the Clippers. No. Kawhi Leonard cannot okay. is not the guy. He's okay, not the guy. Pat Beverly is not the guy. Their team was not healthy at all. And if you think you're going to sit there and tell me Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are better than Anthony Davis and LeBron James in that LA team, you whatever you're smoking, I want I, I got to have it because Paul George is a poor man. I don't even, he's a I don't even know. He's just not good. He is not the guy. He's no. nothing. He's just your big name guy who was good on the Pacers, and if he was never on that Pacers team who didn't have anybody in general, except for Oladipo now, he was never going to be anything. Okay, so I hear what you're saying about LeBron James. He needed... Okay, that those Heat teams should have won way more championships. But if we're going to if we're going to go, then if we're going to go that route, and you got to win championships with multiple teams, even though there wasn't a whole lot of player movement when Jordan was playing. I'm going to go with Kareem then. I'm going to go with Kareem. You can't, you can't go Kareem because Kareem, when he played, basketball was not even big. It wasn't that great. It wasn't as big as when Jordan and Kobe and Magic and Bird played. Like it wasn't that big. Like he just won, he won the championships, but he just he was the biggest player around. He was the big. He now, changed the game. He changed college basketball too. Okay, I get that, but him having all those rings, the rings and everything that they, that game when he played, it was completely different. It was not as even what it was when it was up and up on the rise with all with the old timers. Oh no, yes, it was. It, it was the same no. game. He invented no, a shot. He invented a shot that was unstoppable. He won, I believe, MVPs with both the Bucks and the Lakers. He he got dunking eliminated from college basketball for years because he took over games. Yeah, but if, he when he played, it was not there wasn't that many big people, wasn't as many yes, there was. people. No, yes, there not was. like not like when yes, like when, no, Oh my goodness! No. So you're telling me, Doctor J? Wasn't athletic. Okay, he was, but but like what I'm saying is that like when he played, like it was just like oh, it's, it's just basketball. You know? But then and then Jordan and everyone came in, and that's when basketball started getting big. That's when bad people started watching basketball. That's when people no, started playing basketball no, more. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it wasn't until yeah. the '80s. It wasn't until the '80s. Okay, my bad. Yes, the '80s. But what I'm saying is. Like you can't no. Like, I I, I even, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to bring him into the conversation saying he's the greatest player. Because sorry, when Cause he, he played, is. there wasn't really. I don't think there was that much competition. There was tons of competition. I'm not. I'm sorry, man. But back in the day, I just didn't think people were that athletic and were that good. Yes, and, they were. 
in the seventies and the eighties? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I know. I know you're young, but come on, man. Start playing at <laughs> six. He was. He was. He was Kareem, man. He just dominated. I get it. I get it. Oh god, he's the basketball god, and, and the all-time there, leading scorer. Yeah, but I, you're really going to say he is the greatest basketball player? Okay, we're going to look at his numbers, six MVPs, uh, six rings, two NBA Finals MVPs, hey, yeah, nine, sorry, 19, 19 All-Stars? 19 All-Stars? Yeah, but, but when you think, do you even put him in the greatest greatest player category, though? Like, honestly, do you? I don't think yeah. other players. I think there's other players that are, that were no. better um, that are. That, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, you I'm put him. You going. put him. If if you put him in present day basketball right now, I do he, not think he, he destroys. Be. He destroys those guys because he can play. <laughs> he he's he can play that inside. He could be the rim protector and he can knock down that sky hook from far from far away. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. He could, he, he is great because this is we're in a shooters league now, and he could do that with the skyhook. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced with him. I just I think if you're going to play the greatest category, I I think there's a couple at couple basketball players that are ahead of him. Who? Sure, I think he set the milestone. Sure, you could put him on the Rush, Mount Rushmore of basketball because he has the rings and he did he did make the game ten times better than what it is now. He did bring it to where it needs to be, but I do not like. I think you. I think you put Kobe ahead of him. No way you could put Kobe. I think ahead. I think you would put Ma- not Magic. I, but I just think I just think the players that were kind of like within the twenty twentieth thirtieth years from now from today or whatever. A little bit better. That's just my. That's just that's that's the thing about opinions. Everyone's got their own opinion. That's my opinion. I I, can, I value your opinion. I like Kobe. I mean, Kobe was great, but Kobe is also in that Jordan mold, where I don't think. I don't think Kobe made people better around him. No. I think. No. I I think like yeah, Kobe. He did what he did, and but I think he made his team very like they tried to bring him pieces constantly, and he was just not having it. If it wasn't his way, it was no way. I mean, LeBron is more LeBron can make people better around him. I mean, he carried that what was that 2000 and oh, what year was that 2006 or 2007? Cavalier the team, shitty ca- the shitty the, Cavalier team. Oh, that horrible Cavalier team! I understand what you're That's saying there. Um, I mean, don't forget. When have you ever, whenever have you ever watched a team have a lead and then literally just blow it? In basketball. In basketball, we're not going to bring up the other team, but in basketball, three-one lead. Golden State. Golden State did it to Oklahoma City. LeBron had nothing. Well, I mean, he had Kyrie, but. He had Kyrie. Down 3 1. Down down 3 1. 
down 3-1. That, that team had everything. And that presence, that presence of LeBron basically said, watch this, which caused them to go and get Kevin Durant. Yeah, but he the had to bring The fact you got to bring players in to beat one man. Well, because Kevin Durant, I'm not going to say he's the GOAT, but he's probably the best pure scorer if he comes back still from that injury. That guy just destroys people in every way. Oh, Kevin Durant is your all-around, one of the all-around best players in the league. I would say I'll give him that. He's got the height. He's got the physicality. He's got the shooting. I think what he did tarnished his reputation. Nobody will ever look at him as, oh, he's a good player. Not people that are just butthurt, like Oklahoma City fans and what Russell Westbrook probably will look at it, like, yo, he's a piece of shit. I look at him as like, yo, he wanted to get a ring. He got his ring. How many people do it in, in football or soccer or baseball? They all go to a team just to get a damn ring. And that's what he did. Yeah, I mean, that's... I I have no problem with Kevin Garnett per se. I mean, I would have liked to have seen him do something with the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I think the Thunder just kind of screwed themselves over in a well, way. Well, the Thunder had, they had, they had two personalities. They had Russell Westbrook and you got Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin also, Durant kind of wants to make the team better. Russell Westbrook's like, gimme, 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 gimme. You know what I mean? There comes to a point where I like Russell Westbrook. I like how he played. He had the aggression. After Durant, Durant left, he had Oklahoma City. It was just him and Steve Adams, basically. And he was out for blood, but at the same time, how many times you just say, I, 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 you're not going to win in this league anymore. I just don't see I, – I, I can see LeBron being a discussion, but in my eyes, I have to put – But why but, but why is LeBron not in the discussion? Is it because he doesn't have the rings? Is it – was what is it? Because the league changed on him. He didn't change the league. The league changed. It made the league softer than what it was when Jordan played and everyone else. So yeah, like the league changed though. He didn't. He just adapted to the league. He had to. You gotta get the foul shots. You gotta do all that because you're not getting it. That's gonna lose. That's gonna cost you the game. He's gotta learn. You gotta learn how to play the game. Nah, I... Basketball isn't just this. This this league of basketball isn't just about getting points anymore. It's, oh, I can get I can get the two point, but if I get a foul, then I can get two more foul shots, so I can get four. See, I just so everybody hates him because oh, he's such a crybaby. He does it. He adapt. He adapted to the league, but at the same time, when that dude's on the court, you feel him. And you're like you you know you're going to be up for a fight. Okay. When it happened to your Celtics, it happened to your Celtics. Jason Tatum dug down LeBron his last year in the Cavaliers, and that was the last note that the Celtics ever rolled because then LeBron went on a tear and eliminated the Celtics in the championship. Yeah, because or... those, those Celtic teams were not prepared. They would have got rolled in the finals anyways by Golden State. They would have. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum with that fire when he dunked, he dunked over LeBron and flexed on him. And it was like, who who said that to do that to Jordan? They were oh. – who was the one that talked shit to Jordan? He, like, dropped, like, 50 on him. They all talk shit to Jordan. 
They all, yeah, but they all said don't do it. Somebody would tell people. I can't remember who it was, but somebody would tell people don't do it. Because once you fucking do that, this dude's going to come back and he's going to drop by. And they all knew about it. Same thing with LeBron, though. You dunk on this man, you you sit there and talk it. You're, you're waking up somebody you don't want to wake up. Yeah, but I don't think LeBron can will a team like he used to, per se. He's 36. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm getting at, though, is that it's – and it's also a lot of people got to factor into with LeBron. Once again, I understand it was a different time, but Jordan had – at least three or four years, or I'm not sure, but he had to go to college. I think he did. Didn't he go? To, I think he went to college for one year. Ooh, Jordan. Yeah, I think it was more than one because I don't. Think it, I don't. Was... I don't remember. I don't. Not fond of his college. I thought he went to one or two years. I wasn't sure though. That's. Uh, he went there for three years. He was a junior when he was drafted. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Well, LeBron came out with high school. I mean, that's what the other thing. And also, don't like, can we do we forget that when LeBron came out of high school, he was playing with kids. He was playing with kids when he got drafted. He's playing yeah, with but- little high school kids. There aren't really going to be much. And this this kid who's eighteen year old just went to an NBA league with grown ass men, which his mom was true in one of them. It's not fair play. Okay, but there's also still the joke about Michael Jordan when he was in college. Hmm. That do you know who the only man that can hold Michael Jordan under their 25 points is? No. Dean Smith, the North Carolina, the North Carolina head coach, because of the system Jordan ran. Yeah, but uh, Jordan. Jordan Jordan I still say Jordan's the GOAT but if you're going to go even talk about multiple championships and multiple teams you can't if we can't fault LeBron for what's going on now then we can't fault Jordan for not having the player mobility like they did back then well I just started watching Last Dance and all I could sit there I only watched the 20 minutes first episode and basically the GM kind of destroyed what it seemed like the Bulls because they were like, let's rebuild now from what I understood. But, um, I mean, uh, it, it'll always be, it's always going to be Jordan LeBron, in my opinion. The GOAT talk will always be Jordan LeBron. LeBron chooses to wear number 23, so that's one thing that will probably haunt him to this day. But he also plays in a different league now. He also plays in a league where teams make super teams will get all these big all-star players to beat him. Yeah, but he does does the same. To beat him, Kawhi and Toronto basically built a team to make sure LeBron will never haunt them again because that dude went on a before he beat them in the playoffs. I mean, these teams aren't, when they look at Who's our next guy? They're not looking at oh, let's rebuild. They're looking at who's who can you bring in that's going to help you beat LeBron. Yeah, I, but LeBron does the same things. 
LeBron left. He got. He could have. He could have beat. He could have beat the big three in the Boston Tea Party or Three Party. So he was like, hey, buddies, yeah. let's get together also, and go to yeah, Miami. But, but Cam, the Cavaliers weren't doing anything for him. Because they could. There comes a point where it's like, who, who are we going to – they brought, like I said, they brought Shaq. They gave him Shaq. Not old Shaq, shitty Shaq. Yeah, but they – Who was way overweight, who was, just pay, who was just playing to get a paycheck. Okay, but in a way, what can you do and what can you trade to get this guy unless you get a clean salary cap per se and everything else? I mean, it, I can understand they they overpaid for Larry Hughes. That was absolutely stupid that they did that with Larry Hughes. Um, but even Miami, if it was so great in Miami, why do you leave to go back to Cleveland? Because why? He finally had a team there? No, I think he just wanted to, He always told Cleveland's his home. He just built a school there. He did everything like that's his home. I personally think he wanted to go home. I think he's like, let's break. Why not bring, this, bring a championship to the city? And that is what he did. When he was on Miami, I think I think when LeBron was on Miami, I think that's when he started becoming the GOAT talk. Because when LeBron was on Miami, Miami LeBron was unstoppable. Unless they played the Spurs or the Mavericks. Like one time. Okay. Two times. Two times. Two. It's Two. Mavericks beat them. Mavericks beat them the first. That Mavericks team, that Mavericks team had no business even beating. None. None. That but, but that happened. And then the Heat won it the next two years. And then the right? Spurs. Then the and Spurs. Then the Spurs. But the Spurs, they had a Tony Tim Duncan was Tim, Tim Duncan was on his list. Tony Parker, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi but Leonard was getting older. But Kawhi Leonard was a big factor in that too. And do we not give credit to Greg Popovich? Oh, I love Pop. Pop is probably one of the best coaches ever. Probably one of the top coach to coach basketball. I think yeah. he's just a smart guy. I think he makes players. I think he's just a very smart coach. Do you think Phil Jackson is the greatest coach of all time? I, I don't know if you can because look at who Phil Jackson had. Okay. All right. So he where... had Michael. He had he had Kobe, and then he went to the Knicks. He had Carmelo, and they were. I mean, the Knicks organization in general was fucking shitty. But he didn't coach but the Knicks. He did. He was the uh, front office, right? Yeah, that doesn't really but count. You mean to tell me to tell me a quote unquote one of the best coaches can't put a team together though? No. Can't can't find a good coach to. You get what I'm saying though? Like he Phil Jackson robbed the Knicks. Let's just get that out there. He robbed the Knicks. And that was the greatest. The Knicks were stupid, but he he robbed the Knicks. I think everybody's robbed the Knicks at some point in time. I yeah. But I mean if you want to put Phil Jackson that 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 talk for a greatest coach, I mean I, how do you how do you say he's not, but how do you say he is? Because he had MJ, and then right at the MJ, he got Kobe. 
and he not right after but he just inherits teams. Yeah, and then he, he inherited. He Steve Kerr the teams like Steve Kerr is not a good coach at all. He just walked. In, Steve Kerr walked into the Splash Brothers. Thank you. I thought Mark Jackson should have had another chance. He, Mark Jackson had what? He had one more year basically, and then they went. Then they go to the championship right when they fired him. The next year, they went to the championship for two years. I remember watching Curry and Clay Thompson dropping dimes. Nobody even knew who these two dudes were. They just start calling the splash card. A few years later, everyone's all up in arms about him and giving Steve Kerr the credit. I, I'm sorry, but Steve Kerr just walked into a team. He was. They said, here's the blueprint. You got two guys who are probably one of the best three-point shooters in the league right now. Oh, you got Draymond Green, who's an okay defenseman. And then you just got your little pieces here and there. So here you go. Here's the blueprint. Your your team's up and running. Um, you didn't really have to do anything. Duke comes in, and all of a sudden, the teams are winning. They're winning nonstop. He, like I said, like I tell people, that dude walked to a team. He'll never be talked. I don't think he's a good coach at all. And then they went and got coming to rant. You don't you don't coach those guys. Those guys coach you. Those guys tell you how to play. Who um. Who do you think is the greatest coach of all time? Who? Ty Lu? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like uh, I like Doc Rivers. I would say he's a great. I don't really know greatest coaches. I never really paid attention to a lot of coaches. But I would say good coach. I would say Doc Rivers. In my See, opinion, I don't. I, just, I, don't, I just I don't. think Doc Rivers knows the game a lot better than coaches around here from all the things he's dealt with. And he, he coached the Celtics, right? Did he win with them or no? What's up? Did he coach the Celtics, right? Yeah, he coached the Not- Magic, the, the Celtics, and the Clippers. Okay. So I think Doc Rivers is probably – he should be up there. I wouldn't say greatest, but, I mean, look at coach fights. I would say Doc Rivers. But like kind I said, of- I never really paid attention to coaches as much because I don't think coaches – I mean, I think college coaches, like college coaches in basketball, are a lot bigger um, pieces in basketball than college and coaches in the NBA. Um, uh, no, they can draw plays up, but they draw the plays up. But I just don't think that they're the greatest I, plays. And then Popovich, I would just say that just because I, like I said, I just think he's a smart coach in general. I think he makes players good around him. Tim Duncan's kind of getting into the coaching thing now, so. It was not just he's just a good player, but also he's learning from one of the top coaches that ever coach. Because my guy is always, if you ask me who the greatest coach is of all time, I'm just going to go right to the Celtics, Red Auer back. <laughs> Without, yeah, I mean, he's he's got nine championships, and he's from a different thing than what Phil was. I mean, you could go with Phil. Okay, he's got, what, 11? All right, well, yep. Red, Red's got nine, and Red built a team. <clears throat> that yeah. built those I mean, teams. He shystered a team out of Bill Russell. So I mean, that's that's my guy. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't think Phil Jackson. In my opinion, I think Phil Jackson just got a good chemistry with Jordan and shit. But I don't think he's a great coach. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. But like when I look at Phil Jackson, though, I mostly look at the Knicks organization shit he wanted to it's 
you're a good coach. You mean to tell me you can't build a team though? You can't you can't build this from you kinda had the pieces there. I'm not saying Carmelo's shit, but Carmelo's pretty pretty good. He, you couldn't build a team for him, you couldn't get him the right coach. Uh, yeah, Carmelo is one of those guys in a Russell Westbrook mold, I feel that he needs he's a guy that constantly needs the ball in his hand and he needs something. Well, because they're giving him the big money, though. They're, they're saying, here's your $350 million contract or whatever. Uh, you're our guy. They don't give him the, they don't give him the well, you know, we got to make a team here. They don't give him the making team paycheck. They give him the, you're the guy. You're a Cristiano Ronaldo soccer or whatever. This is you. You're getting the big bucks. These other guys are going to get shit. Yeah, but, even, but even Carmelo's admitted that he's gone for the paycheck, not the ring. So now he regrets it, and I think he should just stay away from basketball in general because I think his time's done with. But that's just my opinion. I think there's a lot of other factors with Carmelo. Like you said, it was the paycheck. And if you're going to go for the paycheck over the rings – then it's different. Uh, you could say that about Kobe, but I think Kobe wanted to win a lot more than a I think Kobe had that. Kobe had that. I want to win. I want to just. I want to win, but I want to win. Not we want to win. I want to win. I want the game-winning shot. Just because you have it, nope. Give it to me. Look at Jeremy Lin, right? Was it Jeremy Lin, or that was with Carmelo? That was with Carmelo, I think. Carmelo, but Jeremy Lin didn't go to the Lakers. Even when they brought Dwight Howard into the Lakers, still, Kobe wants the game-winning shot. Yeah, but as a – in hindsight now – the, they, they, they could win the game with Kobe. Kobe could win the game. But if Kobe didn't make that game-winning shot, Kobe's going to be pissed. In hindsight, though, with that whole Lakers-Dwight Howard thing, that was probably the best thing they could have done was not – Resigning Dwight Howard. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Dwight was that good in general. Oh, he was. If you play an old, if you play an old school. Well, yeah, because he's a big, he's a big bodied guy. He's the size of a door frame. Yeah, but, but other than that, I mean, I just didn't think Dwight. But also, when he was in the Magic, he was just the guy. That was just him. And he played get me out of the team every year until they finally did get him out of the team. All right. Here's a here's a question for you. Give me this is just off the top of your head. Not greatest of all time, but top five, say just NBA player doesn't have to be in order. NBA players that you have always enjoyed watching. Um I enjoy it. I enjoyed watching. Uh, I enjoyed watching Kobe actually, just because that I enjoyed watching D Wade when he played. He just had a good, had a good rhythm. I always enjoy watching LeBron. In a weird, sick world, I enjoyed watching Westbrook because, like, and then I enjoyed watching. Um, oh, sorry, I actually enjoyed watching Blake Griffin, just because I like the powerhouse people, but. I've only been watching basketball for like newerish when the Lakers and Celtics would play each other when Kobe played more in championship. Okay. That's when I watched it more. So I can't sit there and be like, Oh, I like the old timers. I've well, I'm, I've grew up in more new up and comers. 
by like the powerhouse people and that's just what I like the dunks and the, the to the getting to the to the rim. Those are the things I enjoy. Yeah, because my my top favorite guys of all time. I'm gonna go Larry Bird all the time. Uh, Shaq, I have to say, is the most dominating player that I'm not saying of all time. He probably could be in that conversation, but um, just that I've ever seen. Shaq is one of my favorite players. Um, Tim Duncan, the man was so, he's the vanilla ice cream of basketball. But he was so he was just good. He just did be he, that's how I got the nickname, the Big Fundamental. Uh, Kevin Garnett, the minute he came out, I've always been a big Kevin Garnett fan. So when the Celtics got him, I still have my Kevin Garnett Celtics jersey. And for the fifth guy, it might shock you a little bit. I've always been a fan of Dennis Rodman. I like Dennis Rodman. He was weird. But he was your rebound guy. That's I fell in love he, with Dennis. Like, and he 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 wasn't about like oh gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. You know no. what I mean? He didn't care. He didn't care about game. He didn't care. He just liked playing and shit. And, and he's a weirdo and kinda is, but Robin Hood, you know, that movie he made. Um Robin Hood. He was never never watched Robin Hood. He has one movie. He has a movie. I only remember it's called it. He's like it's called Robin Hood or something. But he is Robin Hood. You gotta just watch it. You gotta minute yourself. Watch the damn movie. You're gonna sit there. He's like this action hero. He's got a gun and like I, I can't remember how it really went, but I would watch it till this day. Now, hand, I do have one more player I did enjoy. Who? Derrick Rose. That's a tragedy with him. But he's a guy in the same mold as Russell Westbrook that had a little bit of a shooting problem. He, he did, you, but he, he, would, he, he would get there, though. Oh, I got another one, too. I actually do have another one speaking of the Bulls. <laughs> and I like the short people. Nate, do you remember Nate Robinson? Yeah, I remember Nate Robinson. He played I for the Celtics. I enjoyed watching Nate, Nate Robinson just because he was a short guy who no one took serious, but he would get there. He wasn't your great guy. He wasn't that great. He wasn't going to drop all the points, but he had the athleticism. He was good. So I suggest if you enjoy watching Nate Robinson, watch guys like uh, Spud Webb and Muggsy Bogues. I don't even know who these people are. Spud Webb is, I believe, other than uh, Nate Robinson, the shortest guy to win the NBA Slam Dunk competition. Uh-huh. And Muggsy Bogues is the absolute shortest player to ever play in the NBA at five foot three. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Both, but I mean, do you think? Do you think? Can I ask you this? Do you think Derrick Rose would have won a champ? Would have brought a championship to Chicago if that never happened? No. No. Just for the person that we mentioned earlier. 
What's that? LeBron James. Oh. <laughs> as much as I won't do it, I give LeBron his – I will always give LeBron his credit where credit is due. See, that's what bothers me, though. Nobody gives him credit. I will give him credit. If, if, you, if you think about – nobody gives him credit. Like, you watch ESPN, even Colin Powers. Oh, don't them. give me none ESPN. Of give, none of them give him credit. ESPN. He could, he could dominate all season. But he could mess up like three games, and they will sit there and be like, is LeBron on the decline? Like, nobody gives him the credit he deserves. I, I think he deserves credit. I think that he is a dominant force. I guess you're right with the whole Derrick Rose. LeBron probably would have shut him out. Yeah, it would have been but... his ghost. It would have been his, his – he can't get over the hump. He would have been the Golden State, Oklahoma City Thunder kind of ordeal. I – my thing with LeBron is I just don't think he's the GOAT. And it could be due to – because it, it goes with anything, especially in any sport. Um, it, it goes along with my age, I would have to say, considering Jordan was just the guy. I what, grew what, up – In your opinion, and in your opinion – what makes somebody the GOAT, though? Like, in any sport that you watched, what makes somebody the GOAT? What, what makes somebody the greatest of all time in your sport? I would say it has to do, you got to get a little bit of championships in pure domination and how you, yeah, just pretty much how you dominated. And Jordan... Dominated. Jordan dominated. I, I give him that. Jordan dominated. Jordan and Jordan. I, I don't. Jordan adjusted. Uh-huh. Jordan adjusted. Um. To. He, I don't think if he didn't he adjust, he would have never got past the Pistons. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, he always had to constantly play those Pistons, and everyone says those. You know what they call them? The bad boy Pistons or something like that. Yeah. And he had to deal with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with the Celtics of the 80s, it's not any fun. No, they're I mean, still a dominant force. Yeah, I mean, uh, Parrish, Bird, McHale, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge. I mean, that's a lot. Uh, Scotty had a hand in a lot of his stuff, but Robin also helped Batman solve a lot of crimes. If we're gonna yeah. go that route, if we're gonna go, yeah. if we're gonna go that route, so I mean, that's that's where I come in with Jordan. Is Jordan just what? So would you say? Would you say Scotty and Jordan are the best two man team? No, the best one two punch. Uh, I don't know because maybe I gotta see. If this wasn't all just off the top of our heads, this would be a lot easier for me. I'm going to just know because Kareem and Kobe. You got got Kareem and Magic. Kareem and Magic. You could go Bird and McHale, even though Bird was more there, but Bird and McHale. 
Hmm. Did you plug LeBron and D Wade in there? Yeah, but I'm not going to put them that high. Okay, but you put them in there. I don't know. See, I don't know. Like, I'm going to tell you how I'm trying to figure this out in my head, and you might laugh at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking about if I'm playing NBA Jam, <laughs> and if I'm looking at the duos, who am I picking? <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. my head, like if they're all lined up, it, you know, Bernie McHale is interesting. Shaq and Kobe was good. Um, yeah, maybe I might have to go with Jordan and Pippen because the thing about Jordan and Pippen is they didn't Pippen, win a cha- they didn't win a championship Scottie without Pippen, each other. Scottie Pippen complimented. Um, Jordan a lot. Yeah, and he doesn't. He he doesn't get the uh, um, recognition. I feel like that he deserves. Uh, people understand. I think a lot of people forget about Scotty Pippen. Yeah, and you brought up Paul George and Scotty Pippen's kind of. I'm not. I'm not going to put Paul George on the same level as Scotty Pippen. Let me rephrase this before I get like torched. Mm-hmm. But in the way Paul George is, Paul George is a good all-around player. And at one point with the Thunder, until Westbrook started getting nutsy and he got and Paul George got injured, Paul George could have been MVP of the league. Same thing with the Paul Pacers. George was doing. Paul George is doing pretty good. And that's where Paul George kind of falls into me with Kawhi and stuff like that is that the Clippers are very good all around. And that's what Scottie Pippen was with Jordan is they were just two good all around players. A lot of people look at Jordan with the scoring. Jordan was a very good defensive player. Scottie was a very good defensive player. um, And they dominated in a spot where giants rule. Giants rule. The center was the dominant position, and Michael Jordan dominated in that time. In that time period, yes, it started to decline, but that's what makes I think makes Michael Jordan a little bit special for me. And that's where I get into the domination. Is they were winning with centers like Bill Wellington, uh, a guy with the last name Duckworth, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Longley, you know, guys like that. Yeah. Yeah, John Paxson, but those were guards. I'm talking about the man in the middle. I mean, this was a point where you gotta you gotta have at least a decent guy in the middle. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the Pistons did have that. Bill Lambeers, I mean, isn't wasn't like the most athletic guy in the world or anything, but he was good. But that's where Jordan, I think, has got it over a little bit over LeBron. Is he dominated in an era where he was not supposed to dominate? He could be good. He could score. But those bull teams, if you looked at the roster and you compared and you considered how that era was played, they didn't. They didn't have that big guy. Yes, they had Horace Grant. Later on, they had Dennis Rodman but they didn't have that big guy in the middle. They didn't have – their superstar wasn't a big guy. Mm-hmm. 
or even a forward per se. He was a shooting guard and he should, the shooting guards were not, they were cool. I mean, but if you look at all the drafts, who wants a shooting guard? I mean, even the, the great thing that they even say about Jordan were him being picked third and Sam Bowie picked over him. The reason why Sam Bowie was picked over him was because Portland valued a center over another guard. Yeah. The the bronze good. I mean, he could probably he nowadays he could go all five positions. Yeah, no, I think he could. I think I think LeBron. It's just like so when you look at LeBron though too is that I think he's an overall good athlete too. I think he's one of the best athletes in major league sports. Yeah, he's, so. He's... And also, I still think he's a top athlete at the age of 36. Like, everyone's Did, forgetting that, that, oh, they're like, oh, he's on the Lakers, oh, it's LeBron. He's 36-year-old LeBron, though. Did you know that at one point, though? I found this nuts. I don't know. I heard this. I don't know if it's 100% true. But they pulled China, and China actually – because this is when NBA was the NBA was first starting to get big in China. I don't want to get into anything other mm-hmm. than this stuff. Nothing with the yeah. whole other crap. Um, but they pulled China, and they actually put Kobe as more popular than LeBron at one point. He he was in China and everything. Like Kobe, yeah. Kobe is very popular worldwide. And, and I don't think true. And I was watching, I was watching a documentary to like the Last Dance, and I think Jordan was actually one of the top people to start being famous, an American person in uh, American sport or whatever, famous worldwide. Oh yeah, that's what. I, that's why another reason why you got to put Jordan as the goat as he is. I mean. The NBA, like you said, was complete trash at, during the 70s and part into the 80s where um, Mad, uh, Magic and Bird brought it back to life and then Jordan made it absolutely global and that's where the NBA gets its popularity today and also why players are able to market themselves more I would say in the NBA than any other sport it's more yeah that's, player, that's it's agreed more, because you know what's crazy though is you would have a player like we'll I'll bring up Lance Stevenson he's the most recent person he went to China was it China or yeah. whatever place he went to to go play basketball and he made like three or four million dollar contract like you can't do that in football, baseball, really, soccer. I don't really know. But you can't really go to other countries and still make a shit ton of money. Yeah. But you know what I mean? That's just that's just why. But. Look at the so, shoes so thing, too. To, oh, the shoes. I, I mean, no matter what. Everybody, you could have a pair of LeBron's, Kobe's, Shaft. Uh, Shaq, Shaq, uh, Starberry, Starberries or Jordans. Everybody's gonna want to pick a Jordan, though. Starberries. 
Starberries. I miss Stephen Berries. Yeah, great <laughs> store. But, but I mean, back to the two man, back to the two man thing, real quick. Would okay. You put, would you put Tim Duncan and Tony Parker over Jordan and Pippen? No, just in general. Like, would you put them in a top, a top duo, or would you? Yeah, it's hard to break now, down. Would you put them? Would you put them against? Would you put them against the whole Pippen and Jordan thing? Like, obviously, I think Jordan and Pippen is still over the top one because. I think if they're playing I two on two, I think Jordan and Pippen are smoking them. Oh yeah. Now, now I remember last summer saying how Gasol. So who do you think was Kobe's best two man? Was it Neil O'Neal or was it Gasol? It's O'Neal. O'Neal at that time was right. just unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, that's another guy. That's another reason too. With the whole, it got to the point where. It wasn't to the point of the Jordan rules, but it was where you had to play hack a shack because you had to get him to the you had to get him to the line. Yeah, and it's like the bad boy Pistons with the Jordan rules. That's what that's what makes great players great is they they take that stuff, they adjust to it, and then they go on to win. Yeah, so I'm getting stuck and they don't switch teams. Spot and they can they can constantly go somewhere, but they don't win to the championship. I mean, that's what that's what Jordan did. Now, 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 since we're talking about all this, who would you say? Would you say the Golden State Warriors team is one of the best teams ever play? A one of them, not the best. Because when I'm looking at a team, I'm looking at, I'm looking at your whole roster, mm-hmm. and how you do as a team. I think Steph Curry did great. I mean, that's he was like an MVP, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna take baskets away from you," and here you go. Here's Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Curry is a very underrated. It, it sounds crazy, but I think Curry. Underrated. I've never really examined an NBA team. I've had favorite teams like um, probably the first team that I really, as I got older and you could kind of get into things, was probably the '94 Knicks. I really liked the '94 Knicks. <clears throat> I just thought they were. I like a good tough team, and it's kind of hard to find that nowadays with the rules. So, I mean, the 94 yeah, Knicks were just me. Yeah, you can't find – there's no good uh, There's no good tough teams. Honestly. I guess you got to go old school and look at it like that. But I just, I just know how people sit there and bring up the big conversation. It's, it's the Golden State Warriors or the Chicago Bulls. Like, who's the best team because of the record? The Bulls. In my opinion, I would get, I would go the Bulls. I don't even think the record. At the end of the day, you could have an undefeated record. I just think, yeah, like I don't even think records mean much because you could have the greatest record in the world, but you still lose. Yeah, it's it's gotta be. It's all the Bulls are always. The Bulls are always so, something that just stand out in my mind all the time. 
So you say, so your opinion is Jordan's the greatest player of all time and the Chicago Bulls are the greatest team of all time? No. Like franchise? Yeah. No, the Chicago Bulls are not the greatest franchise of all time. That was the greatest franchise of all time. The Boston Celtics. Uh, and, and you could say, okay, look, but that's a team. Um, that's a team like it, the it, the Yankees in baseball. They had some rough uh, times. No. They had no, some no. rough times, and I'm going to give the Yankees their due. And I'm and I don't think they're the Yankees. I think. Oh I, yeah, I think. look at. Look at the overall. I would say the Lakers. I would say the Lakers. The Yankees. No, I would actually no. say, and I would actually say the Celtics or the Red Sox, just because it's bought. But I think the mean? Yankees and and Yankees and Red Sox are the Lakers and and Celtics. The basketball. Oh yeah, I would put the Celt. I would put the Lakers as probably about the number two franchise now, comparing with with history, with history and. Uh, championships, but the Celtics are going to be number one. I mean, they won 13... They won 13 championships or 11 championships in 13 years. Uh, They won championships in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. Didn't win any in the 90s. Won one in the 2000s. Didn't win any in the... But that's no, it. it. But, 2008. But that's it. But that's it. But, yeah, right. but that's a lot that's, of championships. You know what, actually, that's the thing with the Lakers, too, I guess. Yeah, that's a lot of championships. And look who all those Lakers teams lost to. They had to go out to get Will Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the, those were really, if we're going to go... Those were just Red Arrowback built those teams. He wheeled and dealed. And if Len Bias didn't die of a cocaine overdose, <laughs> who, who knows? We could have, we could have, he could have contended with Jordan. There is people out there that said he was up there with Jordan. But, you know, it happens, I guess. Cocaine's one hell of a drug. Yeah, cocaine's a hell of a drug. But that's why the Celtics, I mean, the mystique. Of just the Celtics. I mean, and Red Arrowback was just a cool, badass coach, too. I mean, the guy would light up a victory cigar once he knows the game was won. I mean, you can, obviously nobody could do that now, but could you imagine? I, I could only imagine how you would feel if you were the coach and you look down on the line, and then there's the coach of the team that's beating the crap out of you with his legs crossed, with a giant stogie yeah. sitting out of, you know, just puffing a, away. A fancy rant. A fancy rant would go on commentary. That's all I know. You wouldn't have a job because the guy, you would go over there and beat his ass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I that's that's why I think the all right, I could I could see that, like, but I, I never really followed the Celtics as much. Um, I kind of feel like that franchise is just like, well, now I think they're up on the rise. I mean, but I don't think that they, they that team yet anymore. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it, they, they I lost. Celtics, I, I know you're a Celtics fan, but I think I think the worst thing they ever did was get Kyrie Irving. 
that Kyrie Irving oh. thing was um, that was a that was a bad move on them. That was a very bad move on them because they didn't need it. They the Kyrie Irving thing was like if you got extra money in your pocket. All right, yeah, disposable. Like, you got extra money. You go to a grocery. You go to a restaurant. You're ordering yeah. pizza. The piece is twelve dollars, and you're like, "Well, I got sixteen dollars." And they're like, "Well, breadsticks are three dollars." Like, they had all these picks. Do I, want, do I want some breadsticks? Well, they did. Who they robbed? They robbed the Brooklyn Nets because of those oh. picks. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they. All right. What would you say? What would you say would be the biggest robbery of the NBA? Because I just said robbery. Trade wise. Yeah. The Bill Russell trade or Wilt Chamberlain to uh, Wilt Chamberlain to was it to the Sixers? I believe you're not even going to sit there and say the Kobe the Kobe trade. I could put the Kobe trade, but that Bill Russell trade. If you've ever heard the story on it, I didn't hear it. I just know there was a big. I know there was a trade, but I never, I never heard. Of it, and I really got into it. Uh, there, okay. So our back needed a center, and oh my goodness, I gotta see who picked. I I, I know the story. I just gotta remember the who was drafting where. Um, this when you hear this, you're gonna be like, this guy he is a mastermind. Let me pull up Bill Russell's. Okay, so it's the 56th draft going into the 56th draft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the Rochester Royals, this is how far this is back, have the first overall pick. And then the St. Louis Hawks have the second pick. So the boss, the Celtics traded some good to the Hawks. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, who is it? Uh, nobody would really know. It was like Ed, uh, Ed McClellan and Cliff Hagen. Okay. They were good players for their time. So they traded them to the Hawks for the second overall pick. So mm-hmm. he still figured Bill Russell was going to be the first pick. So he called up the owner of the Rochester Royals and promised them the ice capades if they didn't pick Bill Russell. <clears throat> and the owner, because he needed the money of the Rochester Royals, said, deal. And that's how they got Bill Russell. (laughs) (laughs) So he gave up two players, uh, two good players, and the ice capades, and promised this guy the ice capades to get Bill Russell. (laughs) And then they went on that giant run of championships. Oh my god! I never knew that. So, when I think you, when I think of robbery, though, I was uh, I, I I like think of the Colby trade, and I think of the Brooklyn Nets trade, like for the oh. Celtics. Like they got Celtics got all these players. Like the Brooklyn Nets got Garnett. Who else they get? They got Garnett. They got uh, Pierce and Jason Terry. Yeah, yeah, guys who had no deal even playing basketball anymore. Let's face it, time hit them. It was like, all right, time's kind of done now. And the fact is, they, Celtics, robbed the Brooklyn Nets. And 
I when I like I always sit there and think that is a robbery in the NBA. That and Mark and Phil Russell, Phil Jackson, biggest robberies in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, the, just because Phil Jackson got millions still when he got paid, when he got fired, they still owed him like thirty or forty million dollars. At the time, crazy. At the time, once again, same thing with Jordan dominating. That Kobe thing was one of those things that was like, huh? But you could understand because Divac was he was a decent to good center. Yeah. I mean he played on those Kings teams that were good. But other yeah. than that, I mean looking back on it, that is one of the biggest. I would put that definitely top three. I don't know about the Nets one yet. If the Celtics win multiple championships off of those players. And those Tatum and Brown and all of them. Yeah. Then, well, they've robbed, I think they robbed the 76ers. With the the whole Tatum thing. What do you mean? The the Sixers traded for the first overall pick, and and the Celtics still got Tatum. Tatum was supposed to be the first overall pick. Well, yeah. Who did the 76ers get? Was it, uh, Fultz? Was it Ben? It was no, no, it was Markel Fultz. They traded oh, up. Yeah. To get yeah. And, and that was when that was when Lamar Ball somehow convinced Magic Johnson to take his son. Yeah. So oh, I, I forgot about that. And they got they got still got their guy in Tatum and then they got another first round pick out of it. Yep. Yep, I forgot about that. I mean I think Ben Simmons is Kind of up there. I mean, it, Tatum might be a little bit better, but I think Ben Simmons is a better player all around. Uh, he can't shoot. He's not. He's not a three pointer man. We all got to admit it. He's just not your three pointer, but he's still going to get you to twenty something points per game. He's really. He's a really good distributor, and if he learns how to shoot, this is a shooting league. They play outside in. And uh, inside out, like they used to, um, and he's just got it. Once he gets the shot down, he'll be dominant. I don't know how long he's got. It, but... it depresses me that the big man's gone. Who? That just the, the way that the center is looked at. Oh, the center is nothing anymore. Like nobody even, nobody even looks at the center as like a big piece anymore like that usually when you think of the center you know it's my big guy it's my guy's gonna give me the points it's nothing anymore that guy is just another position do it's not even the highest paid for position anymore. no i don't really care because you got people like heart like stupid james harden and shit who will oh god i hate james harden but He's one highest. Oh God, I just fucking hate James Harden so much. I don't like him either. He Do just you... dribbles the damn ball for five minutes. He'll shoot. It, he he's the biggest show artist in in history of NBA. How him and Chris Paul had it. Chris Paul when goes out. James Harden. All right, you got to win this the game. This dude couldn't couldn't win the damn game for him. It chokes, and that's the reason why even Chris Paul's out of the, the, the Rockets because they see Chris Paul was the issue. 
Chris Paul is not the issue. We all know who the issue is here. The reason why OKC didn't want him anymore is James stupid ass beard hearted. Yeah, I'm not. Is a phony in the NBA. Do you even think that there should be quote unquote positions in basketball anymore? The way that it plays now. Everybody runs to the ball. No one stays back. It's not like in, in elementary school. If you're a defender, you run over the line. They're going to call foul on you or something. Everybody runs to the ball. Everyone's on the court. They, I don't think positions matter anymore. It's not like, like no disrespect to basketball, but like it's not like, like football. You know, positions matter. Baseball, positions matter. You got your right fielder, your left fielder. Those do stay in their spot. Hockey, uh, yeah, they kind of stay in the spot. The defenders stay back, goalie stays back. You know, your center in hockey, your center's your big dude. He, he matters for forward. Every you know they call him out. They pay attention to hockey. <laughs> Basketball though, or forwards. When that ball drops, everybody's after the ball. No one's staying back. But do you think there was before there was a time where position I think mattered, where now. Um, yeah, before like, what, they're like, you better stay in your damn spot. But now it's like, hey, your left guard, whatever the hell it is, is going to come out with you. The ball, like I said, the ball's dropping. Everybody's on the court. Nobody's staying back to make sure the ball gets loose because players these days can chase that ball really fast. That ball breaks down the other team. There's, they, there's guys now who are very fast that can get the ball still. You don't got people like Shaq and, and shit that can't run at all. Did you ever that hear that? Today. There used to be, uh, when Patrick Ewing was starting to slow down, uh, it was a drinking game. And it was, this is when he got traded to the, like, the Sonics and he played for the Magic when he was just broken down. And it was once the opposing team threw up the ball, you started to drink and you could not stop drinking until Patrick Ewing was down at the other end of the court, set back into a position. <laughs> My friend told me that. I said we'd be dead after the first quarter. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> no, I never heard that, that drinking yeah. game before. Yeah. I just, I don't see positions. I don't see where positions matter, especially with the Golden State Warriors where they're perfecting that small uh, system where they, yeah. you know, so put Draymond down I there. Think, yeah. Like, like you said, I think the position's just there. They just say it now because, like, how it used to be, you know, you got, it's how they just say it. But at the end of the day, they don't matter anymore. It doesn't, you don't look at that person's position anymore. You don't really care. You just, you just want to see how many points they dropped. Yeah, that's, that's very, very good points. You just want, well, you want to see, like, what, what are they, what, what, how many points they scored? That's, that's all that matters. No one really cares about the position they're in. They, no one really cares that what, what, who plays what. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I just – the whole position of basketball thing is like I did um, 
for the two-point conversation, I did an episode on the fullback and how the fullback is, it's kind of coming back a little bit, but it's like a dead position in football. It's a dead position because people do running back by committee now. Well, not only that is basketball has become even more kind of like football where everything is spread. Um, It's not, you can't hand check anybody anymore. You got to watch where certain things go. I know when my son played basketball just recently, uh, he's 10 years old. Uh-huh. As long as as long as you were on the other side of the three point line, the defender could not touch the ball. And I thought right. that was absolutely horrible. I mean, why are we giving these kids a safe zone? So I mean, I think that's another thing too, where basketball is just getting taught different. Um, when I was a kid, you were taught you go up for the rebound, you come down with the rebound, you pop your elbows out. You and if you have to start swinging and you catch a kid in the mouth, that's his own damn fault. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, but you can't do that now. No, no, because like, cause like you said, though, the positions are dead. It's just you got your five guys on the court, so your five guys are gonna play. You get the rebound. Oh, well, there's no like. Like, there's no rebound guys anymore. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's, there's no Dennis Rodmans anymore. Draymond. Or Dray, Draymond, yeah, but he's still scoring. He's still trying to, you know what I mean? I, I, I guess Draymond's an exception. But who who else was more of the rebound guy? You got Rodman, and you got uh, uh, I'm Steve Adams gets in there every once in a while. Yeah, I'm drawing. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's a... What's his name for the Clippers? Hart Montez uh, Harnell or something like that. He can get in there. Yeah, but there's there's a. It's not a. It's it's not a thing because everybody just runs back, like you said. Yeah, but also because it looks good, um, on um. Because, like, remember, remember when Russell Westbrook went on that tangent? They're like, oh, he's a triple double. Oh yeah. Three bottles, oh man, you don't got your guy anymore because your 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 all star wants a triple double. Russell Westbrook to me, and a lot of people hate me, hate me when I say this. Kind of reminds me of Matt Stafford, or I wouldn't go Kirk Cousins, but like a Matt Stafford. He's got talent. He's good. But when you look at his stats compared to what he's done, you're like, you have stats and that's it. There's a sports writer in Detroit, and I I, I stole it from him. I use it, but I'm going to give him credit for it. He refers to a guy like Matt Stafford. He actually refers to him as Stat Padford, and that's how I feel about Russell Westbrook, too, is that he's just it's – it's to pad. It's to look look what look at my stats and not look at and I, and what's I'm on getting, my rings. And I'm getting them and I'm getting the money though. Yeah. So he's your Carmelo Anthony. He's your Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. 
That, I think Rod- no, I completely I completely agree because he had that he signed that two hundred five million dollar contract uh, when they signed Durant, and instead of him saying you know we should put some pieces together, he was like I got this. No, dude, there's no way you're gonna beat these monsters in this league. Just you, Stephen Adams, and whatever else stranglers you got. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, on I that... guess you. I guess you use Stafford though, but yeah. All right. On that note, Matt, I'd like to say thank you for joining me once again, and I hope to have you back soon. And to all the listeners out there, thank you once again for listening. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. What are you recording? I'm currently recording a Vinyl Divers podcast. Vinyl Divers? What's that? Vinyl Divers is a podcast that I do where I talk everything music related from bands that are on vinyl that I've collected, uh, old vinyl that I found and purchased to bands that I'm currently listening to on iTunes and Spotify, because guess what? I can't afford all the vinyl that I want, but it's a vinyl podcast. Yes. Essentially it's a music podcast that started off as a vinyl podcast. Is there diving involved? There is diving into podcasts and vinyls. Where can I find vinyl divers? Find Vinyl Divers on the network app, BICVP-radio.com. Sweet. Keep diving.